All right, I'm Brian of London. I'm still Brian of London. I'm going to move on to part two, which is Soleimani, Kassam Soleimani. By the way, that name, it's Solomon. You know, it's the Jewish name Solomon, King Solomon. That's the um, Arabic, well, the Persian form of the Arabic has got a, uh, also has a version of the word Solomon because he's mentioned in the Quran. Um, I can't remember the exact, what, how they distort Solomon in the Quran. Anyway, um, this appears, I, I'm still of the opinion that uh, Trump knew what he was doing. Yeah, there's there's rumors on the internet that maybe the Americans didn't know that this guy, this Iranian Soleimani, was was in the car. I think that's wrong. I kind of one of the the data points that I'm interested in is uh, that the drones that could have done this could have been operating at quite low level. You see, when when they're flying over Afghanistan or Pakistan or empty places, they're really high up, forty thousand feet, and they're, they're way away off, and they're using long lenses and so on. Um, uh, because they don't want to be detected, they don't want to be heard. But when you're in the vicinity of, of the major Baghdad International Airport, you can fly quite low because nobody cares, you know, it's another aeroplane. So I think that they would have seen the faces of everybody in the car and they knew exactly who they were bumping off. So that's that's one thing. I think I think Trump did this deliberately. And the reason he did it deliberately is, is very well articulated in a, um, a Lee Smith piece in tablet that I shared which which basically cuts through the crap for 40 years um, America has been at war with Iran well Iran has been at war with it with America but they've been doing it via proxies and and to start with in 1979 Iran was Russia's Soviet Union's proxy so you didn't want America fighting the Soviet Union. So they fought all these wars as proxies. Americans would have a proxy. And in fact, the Iran-Iraq war was an America versus Soviet Union proxy war. But once the Soviet Union fell, for some reason, the American defense and foreign policy establishment continued treating Iran as if it was a Soviet proxy and as if that mattered. And so it didn't fully bring to bear on Iran responsibility for the actions taken by all its proxies. And it has proxies everywhere. It, you know, Hezbollah in, in, in Lebanon, it's, it's fighting wars against, uh, with the Houthis in, in Yemen, Iraq, obviously in Iraq, it's all over it. It's all over the Syrian war. Those proxies, nobody and, and of course, they, they've been funding the, the Palestinians, the Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad, um, notwithstanding the Sunni-Shia split. But nobody took Iran fully responsible. Now, Israel has been less reluctant over the last few years to bomb Iranian targets in Syria. But we're still holding back on, on direct attacks on Iran. But yes, if, if Iranians carrying missiles or transporting missiles to Lebanon um, go through Syria and we know about it, then we've bombed them and we've we've blown up some significant Iranian people. But I don't think Israel would have had the nerve on its own to act to do what America did. And America did it because it's a superpower. This is nothing Iran can do. Iran's paper. It's got no significant tank force it's got no significant air force it's got no significant air defenses i mean worse than having no significant air defenses it's got 
air defenses that blow up Ukrainian 737s. I mean, that's horrific. That You know, firstly, their air defense equipment could not see or stop anything that America or Israel has. It can't do it. It won't do it. They should just turn the bloody stuff off. It, we saw this in Syria. The Syrians have never shot down anything useful. Uh, all they've done is shoot down their own planes or Russian planes. Turn it off. It ain't going to help you, bros. But instead of that, they're sitting there outside Tehran Airport knocking out airliners, which is pretty obviously what's happened. And I'm glad that the, the uh, uh, intelligence services have confirmed it and say they, they've got radar. Well, I guess it would be uh, infrared satellite imagery that would show the launches of the, the two interceptors and then the explosion when it hits the jet. Horrible, horrific. I mean, just awful. Uh, but that's what happens when you, you give this kind of equipment. You know, the Russians have got a very bad record on giving this kind of air defense equipment to very, very bad people who are just bad at using it. Terrible. Anyway, so I think America knew exactly what they were doing. Uh, I think Trump knew what he was doing. And I think he has changed, dramatically changed a a a whole mindset, this idea that you can't touch Iran for, for what its proxy's done. And I think the Iranians absolutely know it now. And yesterday there was a press conference with the Iranian guy and behind him were all the flags of their proxy. So it's like they now are taking ownership of all these proxies. Good. And I think if, if you ask me, the Iranians are probably terrified of what some of the proxies will do. Some of them are under strict control. Uh, I would think that Hezbollah are probably reined in quite tight and the ones in Iraq are reined in, notwithstanding the fact that the main guy who would have been the controller is now, you know, buried. Uh, the ones that they are probably worrying about is Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad. If those guys think that the money is not going to be flowing, they, you know, they might they might uptick and do something. And if we're now in a world where anything they do is blamed on Iran, um, well, God help Iran, basically. Uh, well, Allah help Iran, but he's not too great at the moment. Uh, because, you know, if, 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 if Trump wants to do damage, he can do damage. I, I think he's absolutely anti-war. I think he knows he does not want a war with Iran. He doesn't want a ground war. He's not going to invade Iran, but he can do a heck of a lot of significant damage to their leadership. I think what this showed is he's not unwilling to blow up their leadership, and that scares the crap out of them. And it's 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 a far better way for them to be than, um, than not afraid. He has established deterrence. And for this, once again... I can't fault Trump. I like Trump. And uh, I loved his whole, that whole press conference uh, or that speech he gave with Pence and the generals and the defense secretary all coming in from the side and lining up and standing on their marks perfectly. And then, you know, one minute they all stand there rock solid and then the both doors are opened from inside, you know. So, so Trump had two people pulling the doors aside and the, the the bright light that Trump walks out of. I mean, it was worldwide wrestling. It was, it was The Apprentice. It was, it was television. The guy is a televisual genius. He stage managed that show perfectly. And then, and then all the generals sort of just part, stand aside and watch him go past and then close ranks behind him. I mean, it was just, it's a show. And there is a show element to it, but that's also important because the Iranians are watching this show and they see power, they see strength, they see unity, and they 
they respect that. And the only way, you never get peace with Islam. We'll never have peace with Islam. We will only ever have detente. We will only ever have temporary suspensions of violence. Jihad ain't going to stop. It's baked in. There's an, until the world moves past Islam, there's going to be jihad in the world. And the only way to live alongside Islam is to make it so that their jihad doesn't work. So they know that jihad doesn't work. So they know that they will get beaten harshly if they come out of their box. And that's what Trump has done. He's put them back in a box. He has shown them what strength is and he's shown them the overwhelming power. And, and as, as also, as he walked up to the podium, before he even said hello, Iran will not have nuclear weapons while I am president. That's what this is all about because you can only do what he did to Iran if they don't have a nuclear weapon. If they've got a nuclear weapon, the game changes. America has overwhelming technical, military and economic superiority over Iran until the moment that it can deploy a nuclear weapon. And that's why we're in a different position with, with, with North Korea. And that's why North Korea is, is much more, you know, delicate. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm still firmly in the Trump camp. The world would have been an absolute horrific disaster if Clinton had got in. Whoever the Democrats pick, there's no one even remotely close to being able to run anything, let alone the world. Um, and so count me as a Trump fan. I'm Brian of London. I am still here in Israel. We have had a lot of rain and um, thanks very, very much for watching. This will be out on 3Speak later. I may well divide up this into two different videos. So look for those later and um, thanks very much for watching. As always, you can find my website, brianoflondon.me. Tip me if you like and um, Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Stay dry, stay safe, stay warm and... Uh, Onwards to a brighter future.